Hey there, welcome to another episode of Retire Simply Podcast, where we talk about all things retirement. But today we've got a surprise for you. You know, Scott and I were talking uh, this morning about exactly what we wanted to talk about on the podcast, and, and he brought to my attention, and he's done this before, it is football season. Football season is just starting. He's so excited. So he said, honey, why don't you share with them one of your great football recipes? You know, the things that you make when we always have people over that are really easy and quick. And I thought, that's a great idea. But honey, I have an even better idea. Why don't you share one of your football recipes? He's got a few good recipes under your belt. In fact, Ladies and gentlemen, I will share something with you. Scott Winstead does not cook very often anymore because he doesn't have to. And quite frankly, I probably hog the kitchen. But the things that he does cook, he cooks very, very well. And so he is going to share a delicious recipe that we have every football season. Are you ready, honey? Oh, my gosh. So that was quite an introduction. And uh you really built it up so much that if it's not good, they're going to be upset about this. They're fantastic. But here's the deal. One of the most, uh, I guess, listened to episodes that we have uh, since we've been doing our podcast was when Angela shared her scalloped potato recipe um, back around Thanksgiving last year. And so I'm sure like your family, just like ours, every time football season rolls around, um, you probably have some certain things you like to make when the family comes over and uh, watch whatever your favorite team is and the weather starts to cool off and, and all those fun things. You know, fall's actually my favorite time of the year. So I do make um, only a few things really, really well. Uh, I, as Angela mentioned, I don't cook a whole lot um, because where I might run a lot of stuff that happens at Compass Retirement, she definitely runs a lot of stuff that happens in this kitchen. So um, I don't get to cook a ton. However, I am gonna share with you a recipe that I make every football season because as I'm recording this, tonight is the first Dallas Cowboy game. Now they're playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And for those of you that don't know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl last year and their quarterback is Tom Brady. And I'm not saying that I'm a massive Dallas Cowboy fan. I grew up here almost my whole life. I like the Cowboys. I root for the Cowboys. I'm not a diehard Cowboy fan, but I'm definitely, definitely not a Tom Brady fan. And not because he doesn't deserve the accolades and not because he's not great looking and not because he doesn't have a really great looking wife and this perfect family. It's just, I think that's too much winning for any one person to get to do in a lifetime. So I'm rooting against him as much as I'm rooting for the Cowboys. Now, in our household, um, Sundays are not quite as big a football days as Saturdays. We're way bigger college football fans than we are uh, NFL fans. And our favorite college football team is the Texas Longhorns. Now, I know if you're listening to this and you're not a Longhorn fan, um, you probably didn't even know that I root really hard for the Longhorns. And I've been a Longhorn fan um, for long enough to know that there's certain things when you come to visit with us at Compass Retirement that we don't talk about. Typically, that's religion, politics, and who your favorite uh, team is for college football, because that causes a lot of fights, too. So... All you A&M and Baylor and, you know, all you other uh, Alabama fans and all that, that's fine. But I'm a, I'm a Longhorn through and through. So without further ado, I'm going to share with you what it is that I like I, to make every football season. And um, this is one of several things, but this one always gets the biggest response from folks. And it's buffalo chicken nachos. 
All right. Um, I don't eat buffalo chicken um, very often or buffalo wings very often, but it's one of those things that when I eat it, I can eat a lot of it. Um, it's not, it's not unusual for me to go to, you know, a, a Buffalo wild wings on occasion and take, you know, 20, 30 wings down. So, um, I can eat a lot of it. I love the flavor of it, but again, I don't eat it quite often. So I don't know exactly how this recipe morphed and where it, it, I got it from, but, um, I guess I'll just take the credit for it then yeah, anyway, cause yeah, I've modified it over the years. So you made them your own. So this is how simple this is. Okay. So here's the list of ingredients you want to go get at the store. All right. You want to get a bag of the scoop uh, Dorito chips, like tortilla chips. The scoops, though, the ones that look like little uh, waffle cones, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Waffle bowls, I guess. So you want to get those, um, the big bag of it, because these things are going to go quick. You want to get a rotisserie chicken. Um, now, if you're like Angela, who knows on the, th- the minute when the rotisserie chickens come out at the grocery store, so we always have a fresh, good, juicy, hot one there, um, try to find the most, uh, I guess, recent yeah. <laughs> rotisserie chicken you can find at the grocery. Um, Costco has good ones, they right? Have, and yeah. theirs are really big and inexpensive, but you can grab a rotisserie chicken anywhere. So you need a rotisserie chicken. You need butter. You need at least a stick of butter if you're like me. Uh, you start with a half a stick, you go to a full stick, and you might end up with a little bit more than one stick, but um, at least one stick to start. And then my go-to hot sauce of choice, now this could be another, you know, uh, bone of contention that we might not want to bring up, but my hot sauce that I like to go to is Frank's Red Hot Sauce. So I'm sure all of you have seen that in the grocery store. Um, You know, I I find it to be a really good flavor. It's got good uh, vinegar in there, Uh, just enough heat, but you can uh, add as much or as little as you want to this recipe. And then you need two 16 ounce bags of shredded cheddar cheese or the cheese of your choice. Now I like to use the finely shredded cheese. I find that it melts better. Um, but two 16 ounce bags and you're probably saying to yourself, well, Jewish Scott, that's a heck of a lot of cheese. And yes, it is. And if you're going to eat this, why wouldn't you want a lot of cheese on it? So that's really the entire ingredient list. Hey there. So listen, You know, Angela and I love being local DFW retirement professionals, and we help so many families in the area. You know, there's a lot of ways that we can help you with your retirement. We can perform a stress test on your current investments. Basically, what that lets you know is how aggressive or conservative or how risky you're wanting to be versus what you actually are doing. We can also schedule a one-on-one consultation with one of us if you just have a one-off question that you'd love to ask us. And you're always welcome to come to one of our live financial workshops, our live events. So go to compassretirement.com and just click on schedule a visit to choose what you need from us. If you're looking for a firm that will bend over backwards to help you, you've come to the right spot. Now, the one thing you're probably going to also want to pick up at the store, but I don't include this as an ingredient, this is more of a personal preference, is what do you like to dip your chicken wings into? Again. Maybe it's uh, blue cheese. Maybe it's ranch. I find that there's uh, two camps to this. Now, I'm a, I'm a blue cheese guy, all right? I like crumbles. I like um, uh, blue cheese dressing, you know? I'm one of those people that the stinkier the cheese, the better it is for me. 
So I'm a blue cheese guy. I know there's a lot of people that like ranch, but whatever it is for you, make sure you pick that up. If you're going the blue cheese route, I find the Ken's uh, blue cheese dressing that you can find at any grocery store uh, to be really good. One time I went to, I think, Central Market or Market Street or one of these higher higher end groceries and got some sort of organic blue cheese that was supposed to be really great and it was not. So stick with Ken's if you're going the blue cheese route. So by the way, Ken's is not paying for this. Um, so in terms of that, that's the ingredient list. Now, here's what you want to do. You want to get a big mixing bowl, um, a little bit bigger than you probably think. And what you're going to do is you're going to uh, basically take all the chicken off the bone and put all the chicken in a in a big mixing bowl. Okay. Do you do you peel the skin off first, or do you include the skin? Um, I've gone both ways with that, okay. so I'm glad you brought that up. I find that without the skin tends to just be a little bit better of an experience. I think the flavor may be a little better with the skin. So sometimes I'll put a few pieces in there, but definitely I'd say for probably 80% of it, um, we're not gonna have the skin on it. So we're gonna take all the chicken off the bone, maybe a little skin in there. Um, you're gonna melt the butter in a separate bowl and you're gonna pour that in there, okay? And then what you're gonna do is you're gonna get your Frank's hot sauce and you're gonna basically pour into this bowl as much or as little heat as you want on this. Just remember, like most things, um, when you're doing spice, right? Like you can always add more, but it's hard to take it away. So I would say you want to start, taste a little bit of it, add some more, taste a little bit of it, right? And I happen to be around when Scott's making these nachos. So I'll just let you know, he starts with one stick of butter and then about a quarter cup of Frank's hot sauce is where he starts and then he adds from there. You see how good of a cook she is? By me just pouring the bottle into there, she knows it's a quarter of a cup. So there you go. But anyway, quarter of a cup it is. Start there and then move on um, from that. Now, once you get all that into the, into the bowl, the best way to shred this chicken up that I have found is just getting some uh, kitchen shears, right? Scissors that you have and basically just chopping up the chicken till it gets pretty finely minced. Now you don't want it like paste, but you do want it pretty finely minced because you don't want massive chunks that people are then trying to eat off the chip and all that stuff. So um, I shred it pretty finely. And once it's shredded um, and kind of chopped up, I just, with my hands, continue to mix everything together, taste a little bit, mix it together, taste a little bit, kind of get it to the point I want. At that point, once it's where you want in terms of flavor, set it off to the side, grab a sheet pan, um, and you want to line that sheet pan with the foil uh, or with foil, I guess, because, uh, hey, who really wants to do dishes, right? So um, line it with foil, take your scoops, and open them up. And basically what, you, what you're going to have to do is lay all the scoops face up, right? Uh, and pretty close together. Like you don't want to see any foil in between the chips. So you want the entire pan to be the chips. So y'all, I found this to be incredibly essential. The first time I saw Scott make these things, I could not believe how meticulous he was being in compacting all of the scoops. So there really was no space. Like you couldn't see any tinfoil. And I was like, Oh my God, like, do you do that every time? And he's like, absolutely, you have to do it this way. So really pay attention to getting those scoops close and tight together. Yeah, well, because, you know, 
kind of through trial and error. If you don't do that, the cheese and the chicken you're going to start throwing on there falls onto the uh, the sheet pan and <laughs> doesn't work real well to eat. So uh, make sure that you don't see any foil between the chips. Um, I even use kind of the broken ones down at the bottom to fill in any gaps, right? So a uh, little, little ninja tip there for you. Now, once you got the chips laid out, you're going to just take your chicken uh, uh, mix. Make sure again that it's, it tastes how you want. You're going to take that and then have it, have it prepared. And before you put that on there, you're going to lay down a lot of cheese on the chips. Now, again, the amount of cheese you lay down can be for you. Um, I prefer my nachos to basically bend when I pick them up by, because they're holding so much stuff. That's just me. <laughs> um, not everybody's like that. But again, I don't eat these very often. But when I do, I, I turn into a glutton. So I want as much cheese on there as possible. Then I take the chicken mixture and I just sprinkle that all around, you know, like you're kind of sprinkling cheese on pasta or something like that. So you use your fingers. Use that? my fingers. Okay. Yep. We're, uh, we're all a family here and mm -hmm. you know, from that point forward. So anyway, we've got that. So you've got the cheese, you've got the chicken. And then what I like to do, I go another layer of cheese. So I take more cheese and I go on top of the chicken with it. At that point, um, I guess I probably should have mentioned while you're doing all this, just have your oven preheated to 350, okay? Um, so that can be preheating while you're putting all this together. But at that point, they're ready to go. So all you do is stick them in the oven and keep an eye on them. I would say, you know, maybe set the timer for um, maybe nine, nine minutes, ten minutes typically. Um, but you just want to keep an eye on them. You know, cheese can, can kind of turn quick. It goes from that really delicious, gooey, yummy uh, texture to that brown, hard, <laughs> no one wants to eat rubber. So, um, again, I would just say, you know, make sure you're keeping an eye on it, but nine to 10 minutes in the oven. When you do that, take them out, let them cool for a second, grab the plates. Um, and I use just a spatula to get them up off the, uh, off the sheet pan and have a big serving of them and then drizzle on to the nachos, whatever, flavor you like in terms of dipping sauces for your buffalo chicken wings again for me that's blue cheese along with some blue cheese crumbles um but you can really go you know whatever direction you want with that i know the kids love ranch yeah um so they do ranch everybody can top them the, the way that they want to with that's all their right. garnishes i have to have a whole bunch of celery sticks with mine if i'm having blue cheese and chicken wings i have to have celery so just figure the things that your family really enjoy. Absolutely. Um, just so y'all know, most Saturdays and Sundays during football season, I try to not eat anything green. So I don't eat any celery. I eat as much of these nachos as I can. So anyway, um, there you have it. It's that simple. It is not hard. And I promise you, um, when you have people over and you're watching college football or NFL football, this is a great recipe to do a couple things. Number one, make your life easy. Uh, people t typically haven't had these before. Um, and number two, it doesn't take you a lot of time. So you can be socializing and, and, and visiting, which is pretty much, you know, why everyone's there rather than being stuck in the kitchen, trying to pull off some big, uh, uh, crazy in-depth meal here. So, um, enjoy them. I would love some feedback. If you've got any other uh, things you, you would add or things you think would be good, hey, I'm all ears for it. Um, but let us know what you think about them. So anyway, go Cowboys, hook them horns, and we'll talk to you next week about life insurance. Take care. Bye-bye. This has been another week of Retire Simply. Thanks for listening. And remember, anyone can save money 
and just as easily anyone can run out of money. But it takes skill and a plan to take what you've saved and not run out. If you want to listen to more episodes or learn more about Compass Retirement, go to compassretirement.com. That's compass with two S's, retirement.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to tell a friend. They're probably a lot like you and would enjoy it too. Compass Retirement is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Compass Retirement, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Compass Retirement, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Compass Retirement, Inc. Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.